morning, Kerry. How are you? Very well, thanks, Dan. And yourself? I'm good. I'm good. So, Kerry, we're, we're recording our conversation today because we felt like it would be useful to capture some of our current thinking around how retailers can reduce direct and indirect costs associated with post-purchase by looking specifically at improving branded tracking and branded communications, which is obviously an area that's close to your heart. So we're going to dive into a few different areas, but for context, we're having this conversation with peak just around the corner. We're about a month away from Christmas peak season, and it's quite a challenging time at the moment economically for retailers. So is this a time when retailers have been under more pressure than than they ever have perhaps to to look at how they can reduce costs associated with 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 post purchase yeah most definitely i mean as peaks around the corner it's a very competitive market out there at the moment so obviously trends are around obviously the numbers massively increase the shipment volumes massively increase and therefore Absolutely. bigger shipment volumes means potentially higher WISMO contacts, carriers Absolutely. start to struggle, so shipments take longer to get to the consumers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Therefore uh, driving, you know, additional WISMO contact and pressure on the call centre. Yeah, I think that's one angle, Kerry, spot on. I think the other one is it's also really competitive out there. So fashion retail is struggling. So anything a retailer can do to create some kind of competitive advantage as well is is super important. We're going to we're going to focus this conversation very specifically around branded tracking and branded communications. So let's just break those things down. When we talk about branded tracking, what what specifically are we do we mean by that? So branded tracking is giving the customer a delivery tracking update in the retailer's own brand. So instead of sending your um, customers to confusing carrier tracking pages and confusing carrier comms and in some instances it could be multiple carriers um, you're receiving communications or accessing multiple carriers tracking pages it's about making sure that that consumer receives a delivery experience um, in the retailer's brand. A competitive advantage is having a really strong delivery experience. So the customer is informed at every step of the way. And whether that be obviously your normal happy path, which is the shipments with our trusted carrier, it's gone into and out for delivery, and therefore and then it gets delivered. But also thinking about those unhappy paths as well, where there's a period of time that's passed since the customers received their latest delivery update, and therefore it can go into a delayed state or even into it's been misrouted by the carrier. If you keep that customer informed at, at all steps of the journey, that will minimise the, the need for them to cause a WISMO contact. So it's really important that you think about every communication that you have with your customer, whether it be an unhappy communication or a happy communication, and making sure that they're informed at every step of the, the journey. So the, the the unhappy path versus happy path piece is really interesting. Do you do you think retailers treat them 
equally as important as one another or do you think there's there's a bias towards one at the expense of the other at the moment Kerry? Definitely got a bias towards uh, the happy path and that's mainly because when they start sending the branded uh, communications they're doing a like for like for what the carriers send because in most cases carriers only send unhappy communications and not unhappy communications so their focus is on the happy communications because they need to do a like for like when they switch off the carrier comms they need to make sure that their customers are receiving exactly the same communications as they're getting from the carriers they then will focus at a later dates when they've seen that they've got exceptions and carry exceptions that are coming in and driving obviously those Wismo contacts, they will then hopefully look to explore the sending communications for the unhappy path. But in most cases, they want to do the like for like. So carrier comms related to happy communications and not unhappy communications. Yeah. Interesting. Because you would you would you would you would naturally assume that it's the unhappy path that has the propensity to drive more Wismo noise, wouldn't you? And it's interesting that from from the figures that we we look at regularly is we can see there's higher engagement from consumers when they're sent communications that are unhappy communications. So mm. there's higher open rate and there's higher click through rate. So they are engaging with those email communications because they want that update. So it's important mm -hmm. that we communicate those to the customers. Yeah, great point. Great point. More and more also, we're seeing there's so many fraudulent SMS and emails coming out and going to consumers um, that are obviously requesting payment details and requesting personal information um, that looks like it's come from a carrier when in effect, obviously, it's not. More and more now, it's really important that the customer receives um, a trusted branded delivery experience. So they know that they are receiving delivery communications from the retailer and not potentially from a fraudulent carrier trying to um, take personal information from them, including obviously payment details. That's really interesting. Is that something that you're seeing as an increasing concern from retailers that you're that you're? Yes, most definitely. And obviously, not only will that drive a, a Wismo contact, but also potentially it can have a negative, obviously, experience for that consumer. So if they've experienced sort of a, a negative journey and it's included fraudulent experience, it may in future put them off, obviously, shopping with that retailer. Yeah. So so right there, a, 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 a potential indirect cost avoidance piece. And it's about trust, isn't it? Like you said, it's it's about making sure that there's nothing in that journey to the consumer, communication journey to the consumer, that that is perhaps unknown to them or or or, or creates any kind of cause for question or concern that might then drive that Wismo contact. So thinking more specifically about the minimization of costs. So you, you you've given one example there in in fraud. But one of the stats that we uncovered was that 73% of consumers that, that we spoke to had to chase the retailer on the whereabouts of their parcel rather than receiving proactive delivery tracking updates from the brand itself. That just seems simply not good enough and, more importantly, very expensive. Are there any other specific sort of use cases where retailers using a, a branded tracking page they can they can directly reduce some cost. 
Yeah, most definitely. So it allows the allows the customers to self-serve and basically access the tracking when they when they want to. So a lot of our the retailers we work with today will um have the tracking a branded tracking page available in their own domain or they'll have a link to a branded tracking page so the customer can log into their my account section and then they can access a delivery status whenever they want um, for their delivery and also include you know all of their items as that order so so dsvs is a really interesting topic isn't it i know it's something that we see we're seeing more and more in conversations that we're having with 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 retailers, they're definitely adopting DSV strategies. So so if 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 a retailer is just using the the, the carrier's communication solution to 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 to, to inform them of delivery status, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, in a DSV context, what does that look like in practice? Is that like literally it could be multiple carriers, multiple multiple tracking references, emails, multiple landing pages. Talk, talk to us about that. Yeah. So if if a if you place an order with a retailer and you've potentially ordered five items and three of those are coming from a DSV, so a supplier of that retailer then they will obviously have their own package. So they'll be their own parcel. So they'll have their own carrier. And DSVs will use many different carriers. So they'll have their own tracking reference. So what that potentially means is, as a consumer, they would receive, just for those three items, they would receive different communications from different carriers and have access to three different carrier branded carrier tracking pages, which obviously is massively confusing. It creates a lot of additional emails into their inbox and that gives gives such complexity in their delivery journey and potentially would look to drive a, a Wismo contact because they're not really sure about all the items in their order and when they're going to get delivered. More and more retailers are now shipping from multiple locations, shipping using DSVs. So it's more and more important that that the retailer provides an update on all of the items within that order. Because if a customer logs on and only sees that there's two items as part of their order, when in fact they know they've ordered four, that again will drive that Wismo contact. And, and it presents a confusing message for that consumer as well. So... So that's an absolute nightmare coming into Christmas shopping season from a consumer point of view, because you literally do not know the difference between one carrier's tracking reference and description to another one and unpicking all of that. Yeah, that sounds like like mayhem. Correct. So, and so, and if you think about uh, over the Christmas period as well, that more and more consumers will be buying many, many items from um, yeah. their re- retailers. So this could, you know, be 20 plus items that obviously then you can imagine the, the different communications associated to that. So being able to present a tracking page that has all the items has a state delivery status for all of the items as part of their order and is a branded tracking page um, will really help to reduce that obviously consumer confusion and reduce the need for the the consumer to drive a costly Wismo contact. What sort of, I mean we've talked about Wismo, that's where is my order for anyone that hears this and is wondering what what we're talking about. What sort of 
kind of range of, of of cost are we talking about there? What do we do we have any sense of what it actually costs some of the retailers that that we've spoken to in the past? It's one high street fashion retailer we spoke to was spending around fourteen pounds per Wismo Wismar. So that's where is my order and where is my return contact resolution? That could cost them up to two hundred and fifty thousand pounds per week. We've spoken to customers and non-customers about cost per Wismo resolution and the price can massively vary business to business. Usually we hear it costs anywhere between 50p and most commonly around the £6 to £8 mark. One large fashion retailer said their cost per Wismo was £14. So it's yeah, very high Wismo contacts. And in, in quite a lot of cases, a Wismo contact can be from a customer, from one one consumer can be, you know, up to three times, especially if you think about that multi-parcel scenario. Um, potentially they will contact the customer service centre many times and that's just related to one order. Um, so it can be very time consuming and obviously th- that equates to additional cost. So what what sort of advice would you give to retailers who are starting to put branded tracking and branded communications into practice? Where do you think they should start and how do you think they, they could evolve the thinking as they as they become more mature with it? So a definitely a good place to start is triggering that happy path communication and in, including uh, a few of the unhappy paths. So I always try and engage with the customers to understand what what is the driver of their biggest Wismo contacts. So is it, you know, after the 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 promised delivery date? Is it before? Why are customers contacting um, them? At what point of the journey? And then that really gives you a great starting point to have a think about, okay, so, you know, what are the key communications should I be sending? And obviously that goes back to that, giving that customer the ability to self-serve their tracking and having yep. access to all of the items, the delivery status for all of the items that are part of their order. Mm-hmm. That was a really interesting point that you made there, I think, around understanding from the retailer's perspective what which part in the delivery journey is currently experiencing the biggest Wismo impact and then going after that first. So it's almost, I think what you're saying is kind of figure out where the where the, where the opportunity is to have the biggest impact in the shortest amount of time, solve that, prove that it works, and then go after some of the other ones. Yeah, correct. And obviously yeah. also, you know, thinking about, you know, in tandem of, right, I'm I'm choosing to switch off my carrier communications. So therefore I need to, at least as a start of a 10, have mimic what the carrier was sending out as part of that yeah. Um, journey. Yeah. So it, it can cost four or five times more to acquire a new customer than to convert an existing one. How can loyalty costs reduce when retailers start to nail branded tracking and branded communications? So customers obviously are receiving many email communications in the retailer's brand. And throughout that delivery journey, they're receiving potential personalised promotions. They're receiving offers details about other products and new products they're also have got trust in that brand so they've had a good delivery experience therefore they will drive repeat repeat sales and also referring to friends you know if they've experienced a really good purchase post-purchase experience with that retailer 
they'll talk about it and they'll refer them to other friends as well. What it will also do, it will also drive feedback, better feedback, which improves obviously retailers CSAT and re improves re retailers NPS scores, which again is really important in the retailer because it's so highly competitive out there that having these good scores means customers feel entrusted to buy from that retailer. Good stuff. Look, Kerry, that was really interesting. Um, covered a lot of ground there. Uh, and um, thank you very much for, for chatting. Have a great day. Thank you. Cheers, Dan.